Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity. A show that'll help you make that decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their experience, expertise, and their stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they're doing today and how it might help you here in the near future. My guest today is the same way. He's doing some great things in the community, and I'm going to bring him on here in just a moment. First off, I want to give a huge thanks, as always, to our network, Heroes Media Group, and all of the great shows and sponsors of the network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group or how you can become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Make sure you check it out. It's been a great year uh, this year, and we got some stocking stuffers uh, on a new store page there. So make sure you check it out. That's heroesmediagroup.com. Now... Let's jump into our guest today. I'm really excited about having this guy on. Uh, I've uh, met him recently, <clears throat> and as in recently, a couple months ago, uh, at an event uh, in D.C., and uh, we hit it off great. Um, I'm going to bring on, he's, he's quickly become a good friend, Mr. Sean Rick. Sean, how you doing? Good, Adam. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. I'm glad uh, that you could take time out of your busy schedule to chat with us. All right, yeah, anytime. Well, listen, uh, folks, this, this Sean here, I'm going to have him jump right into this. Uh, but I, I, I got to tell you a quick little story. So I met Sean at this event, like I was saying, and Sean, uh, he, he roasts his car. Rick's, Rick's Roasters is, is the name of his company. I'm giving away right now. Right now. Rick's Roasters, if, you, if you're online listening to this, check it out. You have to go to the website and, and check this out. As you're listening to this, you're, trust me, you're, <laughs> you're going to want to. So let's dive right into this, buddy. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? All right. So, uh, so I'm active duty Navy still for a little bit longer. I'm in the middle of a med board. Um, had a little bit of a rough trip through Afghanistan a couple of years ago, but um, went to the Merchant Marine Academy back in, uh, graduated in 1991 and, um, you know, did some reserve time, ran some businesses. And back in 2003, I was um, sitting up in a cubicle in the Pentagon with, you know, 150,000 of my closest friends or how many people are up there in that building um, and was kind of losing my mind. So, you know, like everybody in the cubicle world does. So my wife and I just started to start a, uh, a business that we could run together and something that we could use as a vehicle to help people and give back. At the time, I was um, volunteering at a homeless outreach in Woodbridge, Virginia, and we thought it, it would be a fun vehicle to generate some income, um, find a way to help some homeless vets, and um, you know, use it as a platform for that. So we started this little side business in a room off our kitchen, and it just kind of took off. Our our goal the first year was do a thousand pounds of coffee, and we ended up doing fifteen thousand pounds. Um, <laughs> this year we'll do, yeah, yeah. That whole under <laughs> under promise over perform thing, uh, we kind of we kind of overshot that a little bit. So uh, you know, this year we'll do um, somewhere in the neighborhood of forty thousand pounds of coffee, and um, with some stuff we got going, we could do a hundred thousand pounds next year. So um, it's really kind of um, kind of become the primary thing so um and and in the process we've we found some great veterans charities to work with um we won veteran business of the year for 2017 and 
um, veteran-friendly business of the year for 2015. So um, we've done some some really good things in the veteran community, and we still I'm still on the board of um, Streetlight Community Outreach, that homeless outreach in Woodbridge. So we're we're still kind of working and giving back and and making some great coffee along the way. Absolutely love it, and the coffee is fantastic folks it is fantastic and I'll, I'll i'll explain just how fantastic it is here a little bit later in the show so how do you so you you started this off as a project and this was just something like hey i mean why why coffee it was just like hey we're gonna do coffee i mean why not so um, something else well how, how did the, yeah. how did that all transpire really what was that conversation like so we we knew that, um, you know, especially from from the status that we were professionally at the time. So Keely's a social worker, which she's very passionate about um, helping people. But she, at the time, she was um, kind of stuck in the administration and the um, kind of the red tape of social work life in the school systems, and had had kind of been disenchanted by it and um, you know, of course, I was in red tape hell at the Pentagon. So we really wanted to choose something that we were passionate about. And uh, we really, really loved coffee. And I used to live in Singapore. I lived in Singapore for three and a half years. And there was this Indonesian coffee over there that I loved. And really, the original business plan was find that coffee, buy it, bring it here, sell it. Like, that was the whole plan. Um, and unfortunately the Google failed us and I couldn't find it, but I was like, Hey, how hard can it be to roast coffee? So we bought this tiny roaster and five pounds of green coffee. And a week later delivered our first pound of roasted coffee to um, one of my buddies up at the Pentagon. That's pretty, (laughs) that's, that is pretty awesome. I didn't Singapore for three. I didn't know you lived in Singapore for three years. Yeah. Yeah, um, back in the mid-90s, I ran a um, marine pipe valve and fitting distributor out there. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. So coffee. I I love coffee. Yeah. Uh, and, and you now know this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought I knew something about coffee. Uh, and then I met you <clears throat> and, and went down to your operations. And... I got schooled on it, and I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. I, I'm not kidding, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the show or anything like that. I literally, I, we had a great, I had a great time uh, down there, and I learned so much. And I, I, you know, you really didn't realize. Folks, let me tell you something. This guy that we're that, that I'm talking to right now is a mad scientist when it comes to coffee. I didn't realize just how much stuff you could actually do to this. And some of the, the roasts that he has uh, for clients and, and stuff that he pushes out uh, in, in stores. And, and you're, you know, you're in, you're in the Northern Virginia area, right? Is, is that considered Northern yeah. Virginia? There? I'm still trying to, I'm still uh, in yeah. the area. So yeah, we're, we're, we're part of the sprawl. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think 15 years ago we probably weren't, but now we're now we're a bedroom community in yeah. Northern Virginia, <laughs> and and watching him put this stuff together to create these blends was was really fascinating, and it it it's really uh, quite a science. Now let me ask you this: <clears throat> How many different coffee 
beans do you use now? So we have about 20 different origins. So um, that's not 20 different countries all the time. Sometimes like Colombia, we will a number of times we'll have multiple beans from Colombia. We'll have multiple beans from Ethiopia. So um, when I say origins, I'm, I mean um, 20 different unique coffee beans. Um, and that's what we use to generate our blends. Um, so we sell a lot of them um, as single origins. And then um, we probably have 40 or 40 or 50 coffees under our own brand that you could buy retailing on the website. And then um, I think we're close to 60 or 70 custom coffees now that we do under our customers' labels. No. <clears throat> I'm going to throw it out there, folks. I can't hold on to this anymore. Heroes Media Group <laughs> just happens to be one of those uh, those custom ones that, that – our good friend here, Sean, is, is working on for us. Uh, hopefully to uh, have on the store here very, very soon and, and hopefully in your homes uh, very soon. <clears throat> it was uh, it, it was fun watching it. So what, why don't you take us through that process? You know, you, you First off, how do you pick where you get the bean from? And then how does one go about – is it just as simple as – uh, taking the bean, grinding it, and then brewing it? Uh, or, or what's the process to that, for those that don't know? So so we, we do a um, – well, I guess for, to back up to where you – maybe you, I think where you're going is, is the actual – how do we decide how to roast the coffee? Um, so we try coffee a, a number of different ways once we um, get a new bean. Um most of the, most of the coffees we have now we've had for three you know three years at least if not since kind of the beginning so we know how we want them um, occasionally we'll get new coffees in and we play around with it and see how we how we want to roast it um, ironically how we want to roast it is often different than how even the farmer wants it um, I'll give you a good example is um, we have a partnership with a Colombian farmer and the um, tend to be very high in uh, citrus flavors. So they're very tart. Well, I personally am very sensitive to tart flavors. And um, if you don't really like that, it can be kind of off putting. Well, the Colombians love it. So when they come up and roast, they roast it very, very light and retain all that citrus that they can. And uh, I tend to roast it pretty dark. And they're like, oh, all the citrus is gone. And I'm like, yep. Because my customers don't want lemon sweet tea. They want coffee. <laughs> like, like when they drink a Colombian coffee, they want it nice, dark, bold, you know, with the with some of the sweetness that, that roasting darker brings in it. I'm like, you got to know your people, man. And that's, uh, that's a lot of what we do. So that's, um, from, you know, determining how we roast the individual coffee, that's sort of how we get there. But, um, so the process that you went through, um, you know, we, we generate those custom blends a number of different ways. Yours, 
was um, was dealt basically on your pers- your personal preference. So mm-hmm. we started with, hey, what kind of coffees do you like? Um, we started there and, and worked out. So we um, let you try a handful of different coffees and zeroed in from there on um, you know how much of each coffee you wanted in the blend and kept playing with it until we got exactly the right blend for you. Um, other customers, we pair that to menus, you know, restaurants or whatever. We'll bring in some of their food and we'll, um, you know, we'll try a number of different coffees and a handful of uh, menu items with them and see which coffees interact well with different menu items. And, um, you know, sometimes they'll they'll want to get their customers involved. So we'll do a blind tasting with their customer base to help generate their blend. So there's a number of different ways that we kind of conduct those um, tastings and blend generation, but um, it's awesome. It's we've we've never failed to come up with a blend that the customer is really really happy with and takes ownership of and um, is successful with. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, the first the first one of ours that we're doing called it's it's called Heroes United. <clears throat> and that's like I said, going to be you guys will be able to see that here uh, pretty soon. John, so you know, you're, you're getting out of the Navy. You're, you're making these transitions. Um, you've started a very successful uh, coffee roast company. What's what's next for for you uh, in the realm of where you're at right now with the with the with the company? Um, you know the kind of all along our our goal for this company was to was to take kind of the local feel and expertise of the roasting piece of it so you know there's there's local coffee shops all over the country right you know there's there's kind of the anti-starbucks you know there's the local guy right and and he's got his maybe he has a local roaster maybe he does it himself but he's that guy. And, and, you know, some of them, the coffee is very good, but he's that guy. You can't go two cities away and get his coffee, you know, and then there's kind of the regional roasters sometimes, and, and maybe they have a roastery and they distribute or whatever. There's nobody really that takes a superior product and turns a small business that's really tied into the local community and replicates it over and over and over. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to take a, a great product that um, we can then take the roasting piece and do it over and over and over in small communities, outside large cities where people can have their own small business um, that's tied into the community and then roast and replicate our product. Um, you know, we'd like to do it um, as a as a network of veteran-owned businesses if we can. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that get out of the military that really don't know what they want to do. They know they don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to go into. <laughs> they don't want to go do the contracting thing. You know, they don't want to just pull off the uniform, put on the suit, and go to the same office every day. Um, so, you know, there's there's a I think a market of of highly capable people out there that are really looking for something to do, um, that this would be a, uh, you know, a great business for them. 
um, that we could walk in and say, okay, here's what you need. Here's how you do it. Take off. Um, you know, and, and in a location like ours, you could run a million dollar business in a handful of years pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it plain to plain to see. Um, let me ask you this. <clears throat> You're on the show called the decision hour. And one of the things I ask all my guests is name a time in your life where your feet were on the line and that you had to make that decision, whether it was join the military, getting out of the military, starting your own business, uh, getting married, whatever the, whatever that hour you choose to be or to share with us, but explain what the atmosphere was like and, and, and what it meant to you. Hmm. And there's been so many of these, right? <laughs> it's like you have them every day. We have them every day. We have them every day. Yeah. Um, well, we're talking about the business. I guess we could, uh, we could talk about the business. Um, so, you know, like I said, we, we started this, um, as something that we thought was a little side business. And the, the first little roaster was like $150. And then we, when it took three hours to roast a pound of coffee in that, I figured that probably wasn't sustainable. So I bought a little bit bigger one that was $300. And then when we went to our first market and sold out what took us all week to roast in an hour, I figured that also probably wasn't sustainable. So we bought a couple more of those. But at this point we're kind of in it for like a thousand dollars of equipment. Um, and we decided, okay, maybe there's enough demand here to go a little bit bigger. Um, and we had to decide if we were going to do this for real or not. And, um, it, it took some soul searching. It took a lot of prayer. Um, and we went from, you know, buying a $300 roaster to buying a $16,000 roaster. And, you know, now having, I don't, even, you know, I, if I had to calculate how much we've probably put in this business, I don't know that I could effectively, but now that doesn't seem like a big number, but compared to a $300 roaster, it was a giant number, especially, you know, we had kids going away to college. We had <laughs> kids still in high school. So, um, roaster you know, college fund, roaster. <laughs> yeah, right. We didn't have sixteen thousand dollars uh, sitting in, you know, tucked away in the sofa somewhere. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was one of those. Okay, do we believe in ourselves enough? Um, do we believe in what we're doing enough? Um, and there was a time when, um, you know, when you start something, when you start a business. Um, especially one like this where you're selling a product, right? And you get, you get kind of that, um, everybody is like, oh, that's so cute. You have this little business. Oh yeah. 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 I'll buy some of your coffee. That is so awesome that you have this business. So you get a lot of that early, right? You get a lot of sales that way. And at some point people were buying for the second and third and fourth and fifth time. And, um, I remember this light bulb going off and saying to Keely, Keely, my wife, and saying, you know what? We make something and people freaking like it. 
and they're buying it. <laughs> like it was, it, it really was a light bulb moment of we are past the, you know, they're doing it just because they think it's cute. Like they're spending their money yeah. on our stuff. It's good. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, you know, it really was. And it, it, it was all kind of in that time of, of us needing to make this decision of, you know, Hey, when you, when you drop 16 grand on a piece of equipment that you at the time were still working out of the house. So we're, you know, we're like, um, where are we going to put it? Like we, <laughs> we were going to put this piece of equipment in our house. So, um, you know, it was, it was one of those, uh, one of those times, um, you know, in that environment of like, okay, we're in and, and it, it, so this machine will do six or six to 800 pounds of coffee a day. And, you know, flash, flash back to our goal for the year. The first year was a thousand pounds. And we, we put down a deposit on this machine in July of 2013, so two months after we started. Jeez. And, yeah, and really, out of all the decisions we've made that have allowed us to grow, having that capacity in that machine has probably been one of the most significant. So there's no way that we could have kept up with demand even in we were originally looking at a machine that was a five kilogram we ended up getting a 15 kilogram which was three times the size um even if we'd uh, ordered the original five kilogram there's no way we could have kept up um we just wouldn't have been able to do it so you know just kind of that original having faith in ourselves and what we were doing and that we were you know, really executing God's plan for us, you know, uh, you know, we, we saw even early on that God kept putting people and equipment and things in our place to, to make it happen the way that he wanted it to happen. You know, now we, uh, we just put down a deposit on our next roaster, which is twice the size of this roaster. So now we'll have the capacity to do 2000 pounds a day in the next one. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love it, and 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 you know, folks, it, 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 you got to check out the web website. It's uh, ricksroasters dot com. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Go go to you listen. You you're listening to this interview, which you, which means you're online right now. Open up another browser. Go to ricksroasters.com, ricksroasters.com. You're going to be able to see them uh, very soon on the uh, HMG website. But open up another browser. Go check them out right now. Um, <clears throat> and if you want to wait a few days, you can check out the Heroes United brand that they have, uh, brew that's coming out. So make sure you get that for your Christmas stocking stuffer. Not a shameless plug. I'm just letting you know. Um <laughs> One last question I got for you, Sean. For the, for the listeners that are out there that are listening to your your story, and their feet are on the line, they haven't made that decision yet. Um, what advice can you give them? Um, you know, the first the first thing, and you know, this is when you asked why coffee or whatever. It, it was we made sure that what we were doing was something that we were going to be passionate about. Um, I. 
I was a guest lecturer in an entrepreneurship class for an MBA um, course at Mary Washington last fall. And um, I told them when I walked in, I said, I said, the fact that you're sitting in this room and maybe contemplating starting a business guarantees the fact that you're insane because <laughs> you are. So that's yeah. part of it is that you have to have that passion to get you through um, the, the parts that are going to be difficult because it's always going to be difficult. It doesn't matter how well-informed and, you know, and I'm, I'm relating it to business here, but you know, any decision that you're getting, getting ready to make, it doesn't matter how well-informed that decision is. It doesn't matter how well planned out it is. Um, you know, we're military. We know no plan survives first contact with the enemy. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, be passionate about what you're about to do. Be well-informed plan. And, and once you execute, execute, don't doubt yourself. Um, you know, cause, cause you can't act, you can't decide from a place of fear. Right. Um, you know, there's been, there's been times where fear had started to creep in, in our decision-making. And I'm like, we cannot do this. We cannot act from a place of fear. We have to plow forward and know that it's going to work out, know that we're doing the right thing and, and continue to execute the plan. So be passionate. Don't, you know, don't act from a place of fear. And once you begin to execute, execute. Wise words by a wise man, ladies and gentlemen. Sean, I appreciate you taking time again to uh, come on the show today. Folks, check him out, uh, especially those of you who are coffee drinking. You got you got to check it, ricksroasters.com, ricksroasters.com. And you're going to be seeing a lot of this uh, man around the uh, Heroes Media Group Network uh, here in the very near future. Uh, Sean, thanks again, buddy. Hey, thanks, Alan. It was great talking with you. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Sean Ricks from Ricks Roasters. Make sure you check him out at www.ricksroasters.com. Great coffee, great story, and uh, we're glad I was able to get him on the show uh, today. And listen, if you are a coffee drinker, make sure you check that out. It'd be a great stocking stuffer as we are nearing the Christmas holidays. We are in the month of December. And um, yeah, listen, it, it's been, been great. Um, that's all the time I have before I go. Make sure you check out heroesmediagroup.com as well. Go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Check out the new sponsors, some new shows that are coming up, uh, as well as the new uh, Heroes Apparel with their stand shirt. Make sure you check it out on their uh, store. Go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.